What is a monetized mindset? How does it impact your financial security? How does that help you deal with what happens when what happens happens? Welcome your host, Bart Merrill. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Monetize Your Mindset podcast. This is where we talk about what do you like to do, what do you need to do, what are you already doing, can you monetize it? Or better yet, let's monetize it and create the financial security that we all need and want. And we create that security by awareness, by being aware of the opportunities all around us and monetizing the things that we already are that we are doing already. I like to say if when life hands you lemons, don't just make lemonade, build a lemonade stand and sell the stuff. If you're going to be making the lemonade anyway, you might as well sell it to others. And that's what we focus on here at the Monetize Your Mindset on the Monetize Your Mindset podcast. Today we're doing something a little different because of the holidays and Thanksgiving coming up. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I have to go make some pies here in just a little bit. I've invited my friend Tiffany Peterson to come on and talk to us about gratitude. Now, a little bit about Tiffany. She She's a speaker, a trainer, a coach. She worked for Franklin Covey and Rich Dad Poor Dad and several of those big name brands where she was top salesman, had many awards that she received. And then she created her own company back in 2010 called The Lighthouse Principles, where she helps people just get over problems in their lives, whether it's you know, just not playing playing big or whether it's actual issues in, in their life that they need to overcome. She wants to help people go beyond things, go beyond the barriers that are in their life. And with that, I want to invite Tiffany and say welcome to Tiffany Peterson for coming onto the show. Tiffany, thanks for joining us today on the Monetize Your Mindset podcast. Oh, friend, thank you so much for having me. So, Tiffany, here at the Monetize Your Mindset podcast, we talk about obviously monetizing your mindset, looking at the things you'd like to do, need to do, or already doing, talking about monetizing those things. And so today with you, we're kind of doing something a little different, but we still kind of want to stay focused in that direction. But because it's Thanksgiving week and you do the gratitude series every year around this time, and I think we are on session four today, if I remember correctly. I want yes, to talk sir. to you with about talk to you about gratitude and how that can help you in your life and in your business and just talk around that that subject. But to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and what you have going on? Oh goodness, there's a lot of various fun things I get to be part of on this human experience. I mostly spend much of my time in a coach position of coaching often women, but men too, on helping them, you know, tune into and live a, a life that's in alignment with their heart and their passion and helping them create what they desire. I, my corporate background heavily is in sales. And so I also do some keynote speaking and training around sales and growing a business and so forth. But I just love what I get to be part of. And specifically right now, as you mentioned, the gratitude series, it's an annual free course that we offer once a year. We're in our eighth year doing this. And myself and a thought leader discuss those valuable principles around gratitude and generosity and how those two principles can truly shift ourselves. They shift our mindset. They shift our mood. You could even say, therefore, it could shift your money, right, in the world that you're part of and monetizing your mindset. But it's, it puts you in the space and in the energy of a higher vibration. 
And we live in a universe that is operating off of energy. And so everything being energy, everything has a vibration from nature to the food you eat, to the places you hang out, to the accounts you follow on social media, to the brands that you love or dislike. Either way, there's a vibration and energy that every one of us or every space puts off. And so those two, what I call, Bart, the super Gs, gratitude and generosity, they always plug you into the feel-good zone. They always drop you back into higher vibration, into the love, into the light. And those two vibrations, whether you're leading a large corporate team or your small, simple business or whatever you're up to in this world, from parenting, right, to our projects, to all things in between, is the vibration and the energy of which we're coming from those has such a significant influence. So I love to lead this course every year. It nourishes my own heart (laughs) right into gratitude and right into the holiday season coming from a centered place of goodness, right? The hustle and bustle. I love the holidays. And if we're not aware or intentional, we can definitely get lost in that instead of feeling like we're really centered or really grounded. But any time of the year, gratitude and generosity are going to be two principles that will shift your mood, shift your mindset. They'll shift your whole energetic vibration, which absolutely will shift your business and everything else that you're connected to. Right. And in this time of year, it's supposed to be a jovial season, you know, time for friends and family and to have a good time. But a lot of people get lost in the stress of, you know, I guess on average, the extra 700 to $800 they're going to have to spend on Christmas per person. And so the money thing does play a part at this time of year. And so that's one of the things that over the next few podcasts, we're going to be talking about how to deal with the stress and how to deal with, with the things that come around Christmas time so that you can just enjoy Mm. friends and family Mm -hmm. and have it be a joyous time of year. What are some suggestions you have around this to help people relax a little bit? Yeah. And I think, you know, gratitude, one of the things that I love that comes up in this course, especially more in these later years that we've been hosting it. And as we've studied more and more, this principle is that gratitude is a practice, not just a feeling. And sometimes we think it is, we can feel grateful. We can feel grateful feelings, but the reality of having a practice that brings you back home, that brings you to a centering place. And there's lots of things that do that. So I'd invite any of you listening to ask yourself, what nourishes me? What, what helps me feel grounded and centered? What helps me feel healthy and happy and good? And that will be your North star. That's your compass is learning to listen to your heart. And I believe your heart knows the way. And so gratitude is one of those universal principles, though, that can help any one of us. But to see it more of a practice or a habit versus just a feeling or just a a certain time of the year, right? And we're in Thanksgiving and focusing on thankfulness and blessings and so forth. And I love it. I'm so grateful for this time of year. But I know any time of the year that we're going to be mindful or, or care about our emotional state, right? Any time of the year, you're going to care about how you're feeling and what you're experiencing. And so seeing gratitude as an ongoing habit, and there's various ways to plug into it. For some people, that could be prayer and praise, meditation, gratitude journaling, writing your gratitudes down, you know, a gratitude jar where you put the things or a gratitude tree. I've seen certain families, you know, make little gratitude trees where they hang their little gratitudes on a tree. I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can connect to the habit. I just think it matters that you have a way that you plug into that. And again, it might be in your 
vocalization. It might be in your writing. One of the things that I encourage our gratitude participants to do is upon waking each day all year round is to train themselves to think out loud, to think in their thoughts or to say out loud the thought or speak the, the praise of thank you, God, or thank you, universe, for another day. And just starting your mindset that way, right, is a powerful way to help shift your intention of what you're creating or experiencing. I think that's a palpable one. And then hand in hand with gratitude is generosity. I know for sure, Bart, one of the ways that I get myself out of my own funk when it comes up or I get in the blues or I get discouraged because I'm human too and I get to navigate all those experiences regularly too is that I know if I will put my energy and intention on serving someone else. And it might be simple from a compliment you know, to visiting my neighbor to buying someone's coffee or meal you know, in line or that type of thing. It's just some form of who can I serve today? I mean, if you want to play amongst and have a life that you love and that's rich in all the ways of that word, then you choose to train your brain to think about how can I add value to other people? How can I serve? Who can I serve? And you show up that way. Value is whoa, right? Is we live in a universe that whether you want to call it reciprocity or karma or what you sow, you reap. I mean, whatever language you want to give that, but that's a true teaching that what you put out there comes back to you. And whatever you're the vessel for, right, is the language I'm giving it lately is whatever comes through me, I absorb. So if I'm giving love and light and generosity and kindness, I'm naturally lifted or I'm absorbing those same energies. And the same on the opposite is true. If I'm giving out judgment, criticism, you know, disdain, you know, any of that, then I'm absorbing that energy too, is you're all energetic beings, myself, you are, we all are. And so those are some things that I know will ground us, will shift us. But to ask yourselves, get out a piece of paper and, and brainstorm this out is what centers me, what nourishes me, what lifts my heart, what brings me joy. I on my YouTube channel, I have an entire uh, self-care series called the Self-Care Equals Success, parts one, two, and three, which is a great little free resource. You can find me there on YouTube as well if those are some principles you want to go deeper with. But asking yourself, I believe you're your own best life coach. It's just about creating the space to tune in to hear what it is that you need. What are some examples when you, when you talk about what nourishes me? How does someone go about finding that when they're in a, in a funk or in a – I'll just give you an example. Um, my sister actually just – found out that her cancer came back yesterday mm. you know so kind of a terrible time to have that come back yeah um so how does someone that is in in that place of nastiness or, or whatever you want to call it of where they're not and i'm not saying she's not i i know she's going through some some strong emotions right now but in that place how does a person and it can it can be something else it can be I had on my podcast um, Sydney Jackson, who was also on my panel at my event, who she's only 25 and gone through more tragedy in her life than most people go through in a lifetime. She talked about some of the stuff that she did, but how, in your opinion, how does someone, when they're in that, when they're in that yuck, mm -hmm. how do they, they find this, what nourishes me or what is going to help them? Yeah. I love that we're talking about this. And I think, you know, my heart, I'm just sending love to you and to your sister and her family. And, you know, because those are, it is a challenging experience to navigate for sure. And 
And sometimes you're in as a human, a major thing like cancer or a health issue or a divorce or a bankruptcy, or you just got fired from your job or, or you've had a falling out with a significant relationship, whatever it might be. Right. And even if you don't have something major up, I think what we're going to talk about will also influence you too, is that, you know, there are seasons to things. And so first and foremost, I think being really gentle with yourself really matters. Again, is increasing one's self-compassion. It's part of, in my opinion, the self-care and self-love path. It's just being gentle with all the feelings that you're feeling, you know, and going through. And of course, I, I recommend lots of resources or things that someone can do, especially if you're in a major thing. I, I definitely think having some support, some professional support is wise, whether that's a trained therapist or a life coach or an energy healer. But people around you that absolutely you're putting into your life that play a supportive role that help you process a lot of that emotion and that what's up for you and, and having that space, I think really matters. And I also think what we've shared too, as simple as it sounds, I think that finding on the daily, the things that we're grateful for, it really matters. And that's where the gratitude series was born. Truthfully is that I was working with a coaching client who was in a pretty challenging situation. His circumstances, money was extremely tight and looking at being evicted and just some different challenges, you know, and, and, and challenges come in all different shapes and forms. Well, we were talking about what are, what are things we know we can rest upon, whether life is joyous and abundance and it's a season of harvest or it's a season of sadness and struggle and rebuilding wherever we're at. And we talked about those two things, gratitude, generosity is seeing that there's a book that I read years ago. You may have read it as well that I just, just love. It's a heart, it's a heart touch book for sure called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it's an experience, his experience of living through the Holocaust. And he was a very well-respected professional PhD, a psychiatrist, and he was put into a Nazi camp. And most of his family was killed off within weeks of getting there. And, and so he had significant loss and he lived through that experience for a few years, you know, and stripped of all of his human dignity, but he created what he calls logotherapy in the world of psychology. And logotherapy is in essence, what we give meaning to things is what we make things mean in our lives and the meaning we're constructing. And he talked about that even in the most dire of circumstances of people dying around him daily and a lot of, you know, scarce resources, and very little food, he could see the tenderness between a prisoner right? Them comforting one another or the beauty of a sunset. Now, my goodness, I don't know about you, but that would be hard for me to see beauty in anything if I was in that situation, right? Right. And so I'm not saying like your sister needs to feel all the feelings and whoever's listening, whatever you're going through, it's not to try to push down the feelings or, or pretend they're not there or just put the, you know, a smiley face over them is yes, you feel all the things that's part of being human is to know the joy is to know the pain and to experience both. And I do know that the one thing Victor Frankl pointed out or the great Stephen Covey, who I had the great fortune of being, you know, working for his content and his company many years ago when I was still corporate employed is they talk about the ability to respond is the power of stimulus and there's a space between our ability to respond. And so it's making a choice is that even when we've had a diagnosis or we've been fired or we've been left or, or whatever hurtful challenge that we've gone through or going through, 
we can choose. It's still a power of choice to see and find the good of what's this here to teach me? That's a question I love to ask of my adversities. What's this here to teach me? What's the lesson that this is? And dropping into that. And so those are some initial thoughts. Of course, again, get great support, really prioritize your self-care, get good rest, good nutrition, um, spend time with people or places that nourish your heart, you know, things that build you up and that, that fill you up in a way that adds to your life positively. Right. One of the things you mentioned there is surrounding yourself with the right people in any situation is, is so important because you can feel, at least I can, there's times I've been with a group of people and I just feel yuck and I just want to get out mm. of there. And, mm-hmm. and not, that, not that it's about gratitude or self-care or having something tragic in my life, but just as a regular human being, I've been with a group of people. I'm just like, okay, I can only spend a few minutes here. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So because again, what, what you're talking about is everything is energy. And with that being said, like the spaces you hang out with, the people you hang out with, right. And all humans, if you're going to do long-term relationship with anyone at times, they are going to get on your nerves right? At times you are going to have the experience of, you know, like being bothered by or triggered by someone. You know what I'm saying on that? Like, I mean, that's just real life. Anyone, if you're married to someone, you do business with someone. And so it isn't about like, no one of us, myself, you, any of you listening, none of us are perfect. And we all have our own quirks and things like that. But we're talking about more often than not, if you're always hanging out with someone that's a you know, just a buzzkill and they're always down or they're always gossiping about someone, then yeah, you probably want to be intentional to not spend much time there. Right. Right. Or if you're with someone who regularly like shoots down your dreams or they nitpick you or whatnot, I just don't allow those kinds of people to be in my close circle. Right now, if someone's in my close circle and they have feedback for me and and we want to discuss, or there's something to be aware of, like I'm a lifetime student, I want to learn for sure but we're talking about an overall vibration. If there's certain music that you listen to or, or, you know, you can discern everything by how it makes you feel, right? We're all wired. And some of us, we call that the Holy Spirit, or you call that your intuition. You call it your heart voice, your gut. You all have something that you have that intuition to know. And I think it matters that you pay attention to it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we only have a couple more minutes left. Um, one of the questions that I always ask on my podcast, and I want to ask you the same question, is what is one of your your failures that you've had that you've learned the most from, and what did you learn? And I think that could also go into in this in this gratitude series. We we should learn a lot from our failures. I know I have. You know, I've have several times where I've learned so much, but it hasn't been a good experience, which kind of goes along with having issues or having troubles and having to show gratitude. What is one that you can share? A failure that I've gone through and what I learned? Yes. Yeah. I think that, you know, again, I I put failure in quotations for all of us, right? (laughs) Because failure, it's like how many times did Edison fail in the creation of electricity? a lot, but you and I are meeting today because of that man's willingness to quote unquote fail over and over again. Right. 
right? So I just feel like the awareness, a lot of failure has, I would say the biggest lesson is our mindset and how we choose to see it, right? And how we're choosing to navigate it and what we're making that mean about ourselves and what's the story you're telling about it. So I just want to say that first and foremost, because I think that matters more than anything. But I'll give you a very you know, personal one and a real one for me as I've been married and divorced. And by some people's standards, they would call a divorce a failure, right? The relationship didn't work. Well, it worked until it didn't, you know, and then it perpetually didn't work over and over. And, and you both have to be committed to wanting to make it work and, and working on it and working on yourself. And so, but I learned a lot from that. I, I learned about how to be vulnerable and I learned that I wanted to be more vulnerable. Like me even sharing this with you publicly is my commitment to when I got divorced, one of my lessons from that experience was I asked myself and I thought, gosh, one thing I'd like to be better at is I'd like to be more vulnerable is I'm, I'm good to follow someone else's lead, you know, Bart, like if someone's willing to be open and tender with me and so forth, then I'm, I'm usually willing to follow that lead. But I'm also, a lot of times that's where I got in trouble is waiting for someone else to choose that puts you in a reactive position versus I made a decision and it's, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm much more open hearted and I'm much more vulnerable and willing to, to show up that way with discernment, of course, like vulnerability, you have that awareness. But I think that's one key life lesson that I learned at a, at a very challenging time of my life and how that's gone on to bless me in friendships and relationships and dating and, and my business is my willingness to be open and vulnerable and real because aren't we all craving real more than anything else yes absolutely and so i would say for me but again i think everything matters like i was saying is how you have a mindset to that because i could choose to make that mean oh i'm broken i don't know how to do relationship or maybe i'm this or maybe i'm just not lovable and i've had those thoughts but i know those thoughts aren't true it's a choice to say gosh what did i learn from this marriage about myself about life about love about how I want to show up differently, as well as what I learned a lot about what I didn't want in a relationship and learning about when I'm dating now, there's certain things that I can see easier and navigate. But you know what I'm saying? The point is, is Mm -hmm. that we both, we were students together in that marriage and you can only choose whether it's a marriage or a job or a business or health, anything in your life is what you're going to choose to learn from it. And choose to see it as just that, like this is life school we're all participating in. And right. some lessons and some relationships last a lifetime and some are a semester. Some are the equivalent of a graduate degree. You know, it's like you're in school, every one of us. So choosing to learn, I think, makes such a, a positive influence to how we experience what we might call a failure. Exactly. I appreciate you sharing that. And Tiffany, I, I know you have another appointment coming up, and so I want to let you go, but I appreciate you taking time and for me and for my audience to help them through the, the Thanksgiving holidays and the Christmas holidays and, and whatever holiday they are mm-hmm. celebrating because it is, it is a stressful time for a lot of people, and I, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Mm. Well, thank you for having me and a happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and to all of you listening. And whatever time of year you're listening to this, I just know for sure those simple truths that gratitude and generosity and good self-care and choosing to learn and to drop into, you know, 
what life is showing up to teach you. But these gems, they will help you navigate your life with more peace and ease and centering. And it's just about learning to come back to those true principles, right? That are a North star that guide us. So thank you again for having me. I wish you all the best and I look forward to staying connected. Yes. And where can Penny, where can people connect with you, Tiffany? You can find me. My main website is tiffanyspeaks.com. There's several free resources there, including one I invite you to check, check out called the self-care guide, which you can find under the tab free resources. Or you can find me on Instagram, Tiff Peterson, or on Facebook, Tiffany Peterson. Either of those are, are great ways to connect with me as well. Thank you once again. I'll put those in the, in the resources. Thank you once again for joining us today and have a great rest of your day. I look forward to today's gratitude session. Yes, me too, my friend. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Tiffany. Thanks for listening. Remember, monetize your mindset. Build financial security by monetizing what you already know so that you will always have the resources to deal with whatever happens when what happens happens. Follow us on Facebook and at BartMerrill.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.